Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Two. I'm gay. Now. It's the Brown and Crouppen morning after. KPN-TFM HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Let's get sweaty. Let's get sweaty. I'm talking rainforest sweaty. I'm talking swamp sweaty. Welcome back. The morning after, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. We are live from the Michelob Ultra Studios here. Douglas Elvin Vaughn, the Plowhawk, KG in O-Town, sitting in my booth. I'm Action Jackson. And uh, to my left, an empty chair, Doug. Well, he came. He left a, a you know, a, a big impression on all of us. Big he time. had some very important things to say. And, yep. and just as quickly now, he is gone. He had a Greg Warren meeting. Yeah, that's right. Is that's that right? right. He's taken over as Greg Warren's, uh, as Greg Warren's manager. Agent, yeah. Yeah. So he'll be uh, taking care of that moving forward. Uh, get involved in the program. EDF group text inbox 314 881 TMA5, or you can also join in via the phone lines. That's 636-904-TMA. You can talk to KG and O-Town when you call in. They can talk with the fellas. How lovely does that sound? Mm-hmm. We'll have the design air, heating, and cooling email today coming up in about an hour and 15 minutes. Before we get to that, Doug, I posed the question before the break. Yeah. Gave you some time to think about it. We talked about this yesterday on Balloon Party. It was the Mount Rushmore of sporting events You've attended, and I'm, you're this is the one that I'm really interested in, because living in, working in sports for as long as you have, yeah. Miami, obviously, I don't know how much Rochester. Uh, Didn't have a lot of uh, yeah memorable no, ones there. A lot of uh, Mount Rushmore worthy yeah. sporting events, some high school games that yeah. were some real tilts. But working in St. Louis sports since the well, late 80s um, mm-hmm. probably has yielded plenty of memorable sporting events you've been to. If you would like, I would like to give you the ball first, oh. sir. Well, I guess I would have to say the two Rams Super Bowls. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. 
And then I would say game six of the 2011 World Series. I was in the stadium. I was out of the stadium. Ah, yes, out. But I was in there for, you know, the end of it anyway. And then I would say Mark McGuire's 62nd home run. Mm. That was a huge event at the time. Right. Doesn't seem like it looking back. Doesn't seem like that big a deal. But at the time, it was enormous. And I would say those would be my four. Because you're talking about as a fan, right? Not games you were involved in. but Yeah, not nothing you were involved okay. in. But if you were there with media, that's... that's. Yeah, I was there as a fan for that one, actually, the McGuire thing. The other is media, but I was there. So I would say those are my four. Solid. Solid. Can't complain about that. So the two Rams Super Bowls, mm-hmm. Game 6, 2011, yeah. and what was the fourth? McGuire's 62nd home run. McGuire's 62nd home I mean, run. That's, that's as solid as it gets. That's as solid as it gets. Uh, Iggy, as the... Oh wait! I left out the Blues Stanley Cup, but I wasn't there. You weren't in Boston. Were you there for? Were you there for Pat Maroon's goal the, against the Stars? I was, but I was tucked away in the media area, mm. so it didn't feel like I was a fan screaming or anything. Right, right. Well, that makes sense. Were you? Were my dad talks about? He was at the Go Crazy folks Go Crazy game in '82. Yeah. Were you at that? I one? was in Miami at that point. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Iggs, I'm gonna throw the ball to you. Um, How sporting events you have attended? Two of them I covered. Two of them I was a spectator. Uh, the ones I covered, obviously, Game 6, 2011, World Series. I was stuck down in the media room. We thought the game was over, so a lot of us just went. I was covering. Um, Jason Posey had never been in a locker room for a celebration, and I had been. Uh, Buster so, Posey? Jason Posey. He worked with us, and he was one of our guys reporting getting sound. So I said... I'll let you go in the locker room after the game. Um, I'll just go to the media room. So I went down to the media room. We thought the game was over. And me and Frank Cusimano and a bunch of other people stuck in the media room when they freeze hit the home run. Um, so I was down there. So that's one. The other one I covered was it's actually an event that never happened. Uh, 2001 BMW Championship at Bell Reeve when 9-11 hit. I'll always remember that. Uh, I was actually, I had actually moved to Springfield, but I came down for the week to cover that. And we were just out there on the driving range, you know. They were warming up for a practice round, and Tiger was already out on the course. Um, I'm just getting ready to do some interviews, and all of a sudden we hear planes hit the World Trade Center. And you know what happened after that. So to be be there for that, and to actually, you know, I turned from sports guy to almost news guy. I'm on the driving range. We're asking uh, Patrick Carrington, being from Northern Ireland, what's it like? going through a terrorist attack because we never had it. Um, I guess we did earlier. Was it 90s when World Trade Center was hit the first time? Yeah. Um, we didn't think anything out because really no, not a lot of people were hurt, like not 2,500 people. Uh, so that's two. Uh, and then the two I was at, I was at Game 7 in the 1982 World Series with my brother-in-law. And I've never heard such noise in my life when they final out. I've never heard that stadium shake like that. Uh, and this is an uh, obscure one, but I'll never forget it because I was there forever. Uh, 1982, I went to the quarterfinals of the Davis Cup, which was held in St. Louis. And McEnroe and Matt Zvielander had a, had a match that lasted six hours and 40 minutes. You sat there for six hours and 40 minutes watching guys play tennis? I loved tennis back then. That was, you know, Bjorn Borg was my idol. 
Two think, of them played six hours and 40 minutes? Yeah, I think one of the tiebreakers is like 18 16. Oh, my God. And then 7 5, and then final set went 8 6. Oh. That sounds Yeah, there was no, there was no. Any you know, six hour and 40 minute sporting event is, is a little much. Yeah, How was, tired would you be after six hours and 40 minutes of playing tennis? God. Well, I was, I was a kid, 82. No, we didn't think you. We thought the players. <laughs> well, they were fairly young, too. McEnroe in 82. How old was he? Playing six seven, hours and 40 minutes of tennis? He was probably tennis? in his 20s. Oh, seven his 20s. hours of playing tennis. He'd yeah. be exhausted. Well, it, the winner went into the finals, or they got into the finals, and I think I think the U.S. won that Davis Cup. But, uh, yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a Keel Auditorium, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but I was a huge tennis fan back then. So to sit there and watch that match, you know, Hinging on every point when it was 17, it went to 17 15. I can't tell you how many match points there were in that thing, uh, or set points, or because I, I think the I think the 18 16 was third set, I believe. But anyway, I sat there for that because it's memorable. People still talk about it to this day. So those are my four. I wasn't at the Super Bowls. Um, I would have said the 100th PGA with Tiger's charge on Sunday, but I only went Thursday and Friday. I didn't go Saturday and Sunday. Doug, you were right there when they hit that shot on nine, right? Yeah, I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that had to didn't be. come close to the Super Bowls or the right. Cardinals. No, Bowls. but it had to be to to be there. I mean, I don't think TV did it justice, but to actually be there and see all those people cheering as Tiger went over the bridge. And I remember the famous picture that's still out there that. Uh, Tiger's talking to somebody, and then Jay Williamson somehow was stuck behind a pot of plant with his head sticking out. Oh, is he mm. cucked? <laughs> I texted him. I said, are you cucking him? <laughs> I mean, it's just Tiger talking. He was talking to um, Kepka, and Jen, Jenna Sims looked like she was ready to move in on Tiger. Yeah, I remember And there's that. Jay Williamson. He's just coming out of the locker room, and he's, he didn't even play. And he's just... Walked behind a tree, and his head just sticking out behind a tree like he's staring at him. I was on a flight home during that Sunday PGA Championship, and Tiger, like, right when Tiger's making that run on the front nine, finishing up that incredible shot of nine, I was, the flight was landing. It was a nice layover in Wichita, because you can't mm-hmm. get a direct flight from Phoenix to St. Louis. Uh, and the uh, flight attendant comes up to me and says, you need to close your laptop. And I, I, just, I closed it for a second and opened it right You refused? Back. That's right. Tiger was making the charge. How could I? How could I stop watching? That would have been forty-five minutes of missing the action. I would have actually missed a lot of it. They yell um, at you, drag you off the plane, beat you up a little bit. They didn't have the gall. Oh. Once they knew Tiger was making the charge, they're landing was anyway. What are they going to do? Right, revert the flight. Land one way or another. Plowhawk, I'd like to hear your four, and then KJ and Otay are coming next. So get ready, there, boy. I mean, I honestly don't have. I, I just haven't gone to many great sporting events in my time. You know, and that fair to say. Well, yeah, I went to a smaller true. college. I mean, I've well, been young, and you came from a rural area. So. Yeah, I, I just really didn't grow up with heavy professional sports by my area, if that makes sense. So sorry, I'm going to be disappointing. How about some Canton High School barn burners? <laughs> we weren't really that. I mean, we were okay in basketball my freshman year, but we weren't mm-hmm. that good in anything but wrestling. We won state in wrestling a bunch. Individuals won a bunch. Little of giants. Yeah. So yeah, I've been to regular games. How about the Illinois Indiana game? I guess the playoff to. game with. Uh, Blackhawks, Blues, 2016, 2016 3OT yeah, game. That's a good one. That's a good one. Throw that Three on overtime there. game. Sat at really good seats. I mean, really good seats. This is pre-Madison. So, was, yeah, this is eight years ago, right? You ever take them to 3OT Chicago Blackhawk game? That was the only one. Yeah. I think I remember that was, you know, 
memorable of any kind. KG? Hmm. I'm going to go chronologically. I'm going to start with uh, Big Mac's 62nd home run. Had some straight-A tickets from school, so got to be there for that. Straight-A tickets. So that if you got straight-A's, you got free tuckets? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was looking ahead. I was actually counting, trying to pick a date where I thought he might do it, and oh, I just smart. happened to luck out and pick September 8th. Nice. Steve Traxel. Mm. Uh, then 2010, Mizzou-Oklahoma game day. Absolutely. That was a fun one. Yeah, great call. Uh, game 6, 2011 World Series. Mm. And the Pat Maroon goal. Jeez. Yeah, I've been lucky. Yeah, that's like... You get straight-A tickets for all those events? Yeah, it's not hard to get straight-A's in the Fox C6. Oh. <laughs> As I recall, it took like a, a 3-0 or 3-5 grade average. Really? You didn't really have to get the straight-A's, right? That was light work. Yeah. Yeah. You're like 700,000 people at game 11 or game 6. Are you saying you don't think he went? No. Why would he lie? I'm just saying that... Like Woodstock? Well, yeah. I was at Woodstock. Well, I guess there were 9 million people at Woodstock. I get what you're saying. The further it goes along, the more people went. Right, right. But you were actually at you were at Game Six, 2011. I was. I actually I didn't have tickets, and I went down there ticketless. And I think it was the bottom of the first inning. I bought one on the street for a hundred bucks. That's a good deal. Great investment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great deal. I snuck people into Game Six. My friend Candace Walton. Oh, for heaven's Also sakes. a product of the Fox C6 district. Is, Why would is. you do that? She just had a baby. Congratulations to C. Hey, Walton. Mazel tov. Um, well, you know when they gave the media, they had those, like, parties after each home game. Yeah. You know, where they got food and drink and everything. And they gave out these tickets. It said yeah, they did. After game one, game two. For the media. And there was an usher down by... Um, because right where we were in the auxiliary press box, you go down and there's a door right there. You can go out, and that's where I go to smoke. Oh, and God. the usher would just let me in and out. She goes, yeah, you're good. I, said, I know you're going out there. So I kind of started talking to the usher a little bit, just chatting her up. And She Candace, couldn't resist your charms, no doubt. No, it was, I wasn't hitting on her. We were just having <laughs> suave. Yeah, very suave. Uh, Wound up at the Weston Hotel across the street, probably. Well, you're right there by the sidewalk. There's a gate there, but there's a sidewalk there where people are just walking back and forth, and you can't get in this entrance. So Candace Walton and her boyfriend come back and say, Iggy! She goes, you think you can get us in? I said, I don't know about that. So I actually went and talked to the usher. I said, hey, I got uh, I got two, two passes for a party afterwards, free booze and food if you want to go. I'll trade you these if you can let these two people in. She goes, okay. You bribed her. So I gave her the two tickets. Things. I I gave her the two tickets, and then Candace and her boyfriend walked in right behind me, and they just stood on the outfield and just kind of watched the game. You think you'll ever get another media credential to a Cardinal game now? It wasn't a credential. I just gave them two food passes. But in the future, if you should ask the Cardinals for a credential, now knowing that sometimes you... Give stuff away to people. Well, what does it matter? I go for I go for <laughs> I go for, I go for giveaways. To. I go for giveaways. I don't cover the team anymore. I don't need credentials. And you're talking, you know what? Almost 13 years ago. I I'm sure a lot of people. Gave, I'm sure a lot of people gave those away that weren't going to go. They just here you want to go, you can have mine. Oh, they probably didn't mind that. What they mind is people not going to security and everything, getting into the media area. I was game game six. I mean. And it was like the seventh inning anyway, so... Unimportant. <laughs> I think they... they okay. Then the Cardinals, don't you... Can't you get in free after the eighth inning anyway? Not in the World Series. No, no. no Probably not any time. No, no way. It no used way. to be... They used, used, it used no to be way. regular season. They just open the gates up in the eighth inning. I mean, anybody can come in and watch. Yeah, they open it up so people could leave. And... 
and then if people come in and watch. Slip in there, you could. Yeah. yeah so, I anyway, I just I don't know for the World Series, we're just letting folks. No, no, I don't think they do. With that ticket, just yeah, they enjoyed it. They got in. in for free. It's too much of a security risk now. They don't let anybody in without going through security. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I I gave the, the tickets to the security guard. The security guard said they're with these are the two, and they just walked in right behind me. Nothing to check. She knew they were coming in because she got two freebies out of it. Oh. Well, there's that. I'll give you my Mount Rushmore. I said it on yesterday on Balloon Party. wasn't received as well as I thought it would be. Really? Well, I'm 25. Been to a ton. I haven't been to a ton. Uh, the first one, and this I've talked about this a lot, Mizzou basketball, 2018. That was the Porter Jr. year, even though he wasn't playing. He was hurt, but that was a mm. good team. Conzo's first year. They had never beaten Kentucky in the history of the program. Kentucky comes to Columbia, Missouri wins that basketball game, and it was awesome. Missouri was really good at that point. That was that was my sophomore year of college. I was as fired up as I've ever been. That was incredible. I uh, was at Game 3 of the 2011 NLCS, and I think that's the only playoff game in any sport I've ever been to. Really? The only playoff game I've ever been to. I, oh. I guess I've gone to those uh, first-round games, the NCAA tournament that in St. Louis, but none of the teams around were... Uh, locally, we're in it, but I guess I was at that. But the only local team I've ever seen in the playoffs is the Cardinals. Game three, uh, 2011 LCS against the Brewers. I was sitting right by the uh, Brewers' families, like the Brewers' players' families. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, they all had the little uh, monsters. They all had the little uh, monsters ink things, and they would they would shake their paws at oh, the yeah. uh, camera after getting hits. And they were doing that a bunch next to us, and it really annoyed me. And then uh, Cardinals won, and that was awesome. I will put on there, um, I forgot which one of them, uh, the, the NBA game I went to most recently in Indianapolis with my brother. That was incredible because I got to see John Morant throw down the nastiest dunk I've ever seen in person. Uh, that was awesome. And then... How did you react to that? Did you do like the players and walk away from your seat or something? Put uh, your hands out to the other me and my bro- close yes, to me you. And oh, my, my God, stay seated. Me and my brother <laughs> both gripped each other. And and were really? as, yeah it was it was nuts that were was you soaked uh in uh, mentally oh, I was mentally I was sake. mentally soaked yeah that was really really cool and I I said something else on balloon party yesterday maybe someone's listening uh and just for a placeholder I'll put Bragging Rights game last year that was awesome yeah Bragging Rights game so they, right. hey texting your that's pretty Rushmore. good for a young kid yeah not bad I mean I I've I've seen professional or I've seen high level football I've said this before but I've only seen high level football at Faro Field and the Edward Jones Dome oh that's what it was <laughs> this is the worst one of them all what? Rams final season in St. Louis 2015 they play the Seahawks to open up the season I was there I was fired up I was not hearing the outside noise that the team was moving I was in total denial mm-hmm. and they beat the Seahawks it was a late game stand on Marshawn Lynch it was like fourth and two or something and Aaron Donald and Chris Long stuffed him short of the line to gain and I went crazy and so the uh, 30,000 other people there really? for the Rams and the mm-hmm. 15,000 Seahawks fans that were there. Yeah. God, I hated the Seahawks back then. I hated the whole 12th man thing. I have no Rams because I, I was in like Doug and Tim. I didn't get to travel and cover it. Oh, and they were not only good for what? But, I mean, the Super Bowl yeah. and the playoffs Small and that. Window. I can't ever remember, even those in their championship years when they were really good. I mean, I was covering the team. And we, I don't know why they let us on the side, on the field in like the final three minutes. They let everybody down on the field, which doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Because you just go into the locker room anyway. Right. Um, I don't remember any of those games. I really don't remember anything about, oh, yeah, I was at that game where they came back and 
Pro mm-hmm. caught a touchdown. They won 38-37. I don't remember any of those games. Well, as you get older and you've seen 10,000 games, they become less memorable to you, I think. I caught a football once on the sidelines. Snagged it. Okay, let's hear that. <laughs> no, I was just, I forgot, I was just throwing the ball away and I was on the sideline. Yeah, I'll get it. One handed catch, probably. Just no, like uh, Brittany Intermurals? No, yeah. two handed it. But I caught it. Right. Crowd going I had to give the football back. I thought if I catch it, I can keep it. No, no. I'm going to read uh, some of the listeners, Mount Rushmore. It's uh, some good stuff here. Uh, from the 314, the Kentucky Derby, 2005 with Giacomo winning. Uh, 2001 PGA at Belle Reve, just finished following Tiger playing nine holes. 04, Jim Edmonds walk-off home run in game six of the playoffs. Yeah. And then uh, tonight, baby, son is a senior and playing his first, last basketball game tonight. That's cool. Mm. I think he meant last first basketball game. So he was there for 9-11, too, because Tiger teed off at, like, 6.30 in the morning. He was out on the course when the planes hit, and they went out. Security went and got and grabbed him and brought him back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, uh, that is intense. Another one here from the 314, Game 7 of the 11 World Series. Uh, Rams breakout game, a.k.a. first beating the Niners in 17 tries or so. Rams playoff game against the Vikings that same season. And then can't think of anything else at the moment, so I'm going to go with my first doggy games for the incredible atmosphere and to round out the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, uh, in Balloon Party yesterday, a bunch of people had texted in, like, one of the dogs games they had been to. Really? Just uh, yeah, one of them. No sporting life. <laughs> yeah. Nothing even ex- if I went to a dogs game, I wouldn't have put that in my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I probably would have put Canton well, Unless in you're very young and you just haven't been to a lot of games. That's what I'm saying. You had to be pretty young and don't go to a lot of sporting events. I guess one of my honorable mentions was going to the last game at Sportsman's Park. Oh, right. mm. Birthday present. My dad took my brother and I That's to awesome. the last game in 1966. Uh, Willie game. Mays and the Giants against the Cardinals, and they put a helicopter down on the field when it was over and dug up home plate and helicoptered it to the new Bush Stadium. That's really cool. Yeah. There, was, was there one before moment. that where they, the Knothole Gang down on Grand? Was there a stadium before mean? Sportsman Park? What was it yeah, called? Yeah, there was like Robinson Field. You're going way, yeah, way Was back. that the Knothole Gang? No, a Knothole Gang was a a name they gave to a group of people that would get charity tickets. I know that, but what stadium was that? You Sports mean Gas Park? House Gang? They might have had, they probably had that at the... Uh, no, it was Sports. a not Gang. The, the early uh, edition of Straight A Tickets. If you were a kid or something and did something, you could join the Not Whole Gang and get a free ticket. I heard it wasn't a free ticket. They just they just carved like glory holes in the outfield and they could sit there and watch through that. Well, you may be going back to the 1800s now. They, they weren't... <laughs> They weren't boring holes to the wall at Sportsman's Park to watch the games. Uh-uh. That's where Not Hole Gang came from. It is, but not at Sportsman's Park. I'm saying what so was before Sportsman's Park. out there, and the stadium seats above it. I know. I was saying what is before Sportsman's Park. Robinson Field. That's probably where the Not Hole Gang came from. Could have been. All right. But again, you're going way, I know I'm going way, way back. back. I know I'm going way back. You remember Book It, Doug? Book It? Yeah, with Pizza Hut. I don't. Uh-uh. You read books? You got little personal pan pizzas. Oh, I didn't get that. I figured your kids would have had those. Oh, yeah, we oh. did those all the time. Isn't that what Dano said to uh, What's his name in uh, Y5O? Book him, Dano. What's Book the it. charge? Murder one. <laughs> Book it, Dano. Yeah, I remember that. That's how most of the shows ended. Uh, it looks like Swartzen's Park started in 1920. But it was, could, yeah, it goes way But it became a back. site in 1867. <laughs> So I don't know all that started beforehand. I have a great picture for Gobble Bowl, speaking of Sportsman's Park, that was donated to me. It's a picture of Jack Buck and Harry Carey. I don't know how, how far back it goes because they're sitting in front of a KXOK microphone. 
So before Cam Wax got the broadcast rights, and it's from Sportsman's Park. It's pretty cool. Uh, Mrs. Janie Shanahan was there. Mount Rushmore Blues only ice home ice Stanley Cup W in Game Four. The first Rams playoff game versus the Vikings. I've seen a couple of those. McGuire's 500th. Also seen a couple of those. And this may be prison of the moment, but the City SC home opener or first match for sport, Sporting Kansas City are buh tied for first. Not sure if it was the atmosphere or the 12 pack of rule against I had consumed, but that was it. That's for Mrs. Jane mm. Shan. I'm telling you, more than I've seen a couple of the dogs games, man. Yeah, it's not well, getting out much. If you're a big soccer fan, then that's what you would want. Uh, 2011 World Series Game 6, Super Bowl 34, 2019 Stanley Cup Finals Game 7, watch party at Scott Trade. You got an enterprise? You got to count that? You no. Count? No. Yeah, I will no. not count. And you were at the, he was at the Super Bowl? I uh, watched it. Okay, apparently. Uh, and then 2021 Michigan, Ohio State. That was the snow game in Ann Arbor, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, God, God love you for sitting through that. Big house, baby. Uh, 2014 Blues Blackhawks game two. Tarasenko tied the game with six seconds left, and Barrett Jackman won in overtime. It's from William Howard Tuft. Hmm. Mount Rushmore needs four, William Howard Tough. you got to give us some more than that. Uh, last game at a stadium is cool, but first game at a new stadium for a new team and the city is bad. That's from the 314. I guess he's posing that pepper and jeans. No, I think that if soccer is your favorite sport, I could see why that one of those games would be your, on your Mount Rushy. Uh, I saw Hull scores 500th goal. McGuire hits 69 and 70. They don't open the Roman Pollock playoff game. Where are they scoring, Doug? Blue line? No, the center red line. <laughs> Pay attention, Roman. They're shooting from like 100 feet away, and they're beating you with it. What was he looking at instead? I don't know. He was off in the crowd somewhere. Mm. And then uh, well, another one, the first doggy games with my son. Yeah, I'm assuming who you go with is such an important thing. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. I've been to three NBA games, but my by far my – and two of them first were with my uncle, who I love, and it was awesome. And then the third one was with my brother, and that was, you know, me and him have been watching mm-hmm. basketball together ever since mm-hmm. I was born. So to get that opportunity was really, really cool. And the uh, 2011 NLCS was with my dad, you know, that – that kind of stuff is obviously very important. Corey Spinks versus Zab Jew, the fight word. Zab Jew, did, come, did he come like a thief in the night? He did not come like a thief in the night. <laughs> yeah, that was that was maybe one of my first big boxing matches I went to. I went to one with Jay, and we were at ringside. And it was James Tony. after he was kind of washed up and made his comeback. I forgot who he was fighting. It was outside, I think it may be the Ameristar. And, God, they were in the corner getting punched, and their sweat is like flying off of into us. Oh. So if you never sat ringside for any fight, yeah, I mean, it's don't. brutal, man. You can hear the punches in their face. and yeah. uh, But I remember the Zab Judy because Don King came in the studio, and I got to go out to dinner with him and Klaibs and a bunch of people afterwards. He had and... hair like a crown, right? That was the oh, idea? Yeah, was the, yeah. the hair was supposed to be is like a still crown? Alive? I think he yeah. is. I saw him at uh, a fight a couple months ago. He was in the you ring with, uh, oh. well. We saw him on TV. Kevin. Um, Kevin Nah. Nah, God, who's the promoter in St. Louis? He's one of the trainers. Cunningham. Kevin Cunningham posted a picture of one of his fighters in the ring, and Don King was there in the ring. But uh, He used to come to St. Louis once a year or yeah, so, make like, a big he, show. At the time, he was coming like once every two months. Mm-hmm. You guys want to take a guess on how old Don King is? He's I'm probably say, 93. 93. Oh, wow. I'll say 92. 92. Ah, He's 92 okay. years old. Still alive. Still Did time in jail for murder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> manslaughter conviction and mm-hmm. civil cases against him as well as allegations of dishonest business practices no. by numerous boxers. No. You're saying boxing is not on the up and up? <laughs> it is not, no. That was no. fun, though. That was one of the first big boxing matches to come to St. Louis for a long time. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been here for a while. <laughs> <laughs>
Pale. First Blues games my dad that I can remember at the old barn. Uh, Brentwood Ice Rink Summer Game when Sergio Mamiso? Mamiso. I tried. Mamiso. Beat the hell out of some fat. <laughs> Blues oh. game before my son's adoption that Ryan O'Reilly had him and I and Ash down for. My son got to hang with the captain, and my wife fell in love with him and out of love with me. And then Game 7 in Boston. That's from The Recovering Alcoholic. You see this news flash? The Oakland A's move to Las Vegas. Is it official? Unanimously approved by Major League Baseball owners. Wow. First relocation since 2005. Do you see what the owner said to the protesters? There was like three protesters outside of the stadium or his <laughs> three office. Three people are unhappy in Oakland. <laughs> What's funny was he goes, it's just about as is for me as is you. Like right, in terms right. of like his financial intellect. Yeah, and he's worth $2.6 billion. By the, yeah. This is a billionaire talking down to protesters not wanting their team to leave. And he's saying it's a rough for him. Oakland like, has lost they're the so A's, oblivious. the Raiders, and the Warriors all in the last so yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How does all... Vegas have the infrastructure? They're going to get an NBA team. I do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Money is going. Yeah. Do they have I a stadium already? Baseball stadium? They're, they're building, building one on the Strip. And they have a and they're having the shortage. F, they're having an F1 race this weekend on this Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, they got everything closed down. They got, they're having, they're racing on the Strip. Vegas is becoming the epicenter of sports. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but can they contain that? I just worry about, like, the water. And what, and I mean, how, do you, how do you... Like, like if it's source? not a well, yeah, that's dude, I'm telling concern. you, that's a, that's a real thing. Like, yeah. no, you're not wrong. With the, with irrigation for a stadium, it's not indoors. It's a hundred degrees there every summer, and you're talking Lake Mead just now. Is that like they have no water sources there? I feel like they they just are running out. But there's just so much money that they'll figure there's it. So they'll, much they'll money figure out there. a way to retractable roof, no doubt. Stadium, yeah, hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. But, but if it's like an all grass strip. stadium, you have to make you have to flush that thing We're all year. Seeing a, a shift in movement from some of the Cities that have been, you know, big, huge, well-populated cities in America for years, people are starting to move away from that. I saw an article uh, yesterday that said in a few years, Dallas may overtake New York and L.A. as the biggest city in America. Is that right? What is the, um, it's interesting. Wow. What is the population of Las Vegas? You wouldn't think there's head. a ton of people that live there. It's mostly know, four or 500,000 maybe? Is there more than that? Well, I bet it's a million. 646. 646. Was that, is that the city? Or? Is that it's Vegas? So that, we got less than 300,000 in St. Louis, right, but that, in the area, about 3 million. Like Henderson, like I wonder if Henderson is included in that. It does not seem to include Henderson or Reno. Right. So both, of, well, Reno may be less so, but Henderson's right there. So I would probably throw Reno's that. a way of ways. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah I just, because you think, okay, eventually they're going to get the NBA. So we'll have all four major sports in a city that. Does he even have a million people? Uh, the, the the area somewhere in St. Louis is 2.27 million. In a span of seven years, they added all these major sports. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's insane how But you not, you not only have 2.2 million people who live there, this you've is... probably got three or 400,000 there on vacation at any one time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm Nobody saying. Are they counting there? on all these tourists who are there to go to, go to sporting events? I, I did. Going... When I was there, I went to a Blues game. I get the hockey and football, dude. Could you imagine being on vacation and taking four hours to go to a baseball game? I just oh, don't yeah. see the Baseball's appeal. Harder. In that. Baseball's it's hard to sell It's not hard in for Vegas. football because there's small college towns that put 100,000 people in a college 100%. stadium twice a month. And hockey just, you know, just, I mean, it's hockey. A- a- anybody can like and enjoy going to a live hockey game. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And they really put on a show there, too. Yeah, baseball is hard sell for a tour to take half of their day to yeah. get to ride all the way to the stadium. And pay that kind of money and to 81 watch. 81 games. By the yeah. way, to watch the Oakland A's roster, where, mind you, this like, isn't, there's not glitz and glam and 
studs up in this is an Oakland A's roster. I would bet they'll have be. to sell the two. Well, well yeah, they're going to change. Just like it. the Rams roster stunk when they were here, and there was a reason for that. They wanted to lose. <laughs> they went to LA. They won a Super Bowl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Pauzi's <laughs> right. I mean, it's not really hard with a, a city that doesn't have a ton of population compared to some other cities. They can draw from surrounding areas. But to fill 50, 60, 70,000 for a football game eight times a year, yeah, no different. big deal. But, uh, 80, but games. 80 games, baseball, yeah. they're going to probably draw 20,000. I think it's going to be bad at the beginning. But, again, they're probably going to buy a bunch of – you may see Juan Soto be a Vegas A or whatever. Are they going to revamp the name too? I don't know probably about that. Not. But here's the thing. Well, here's an element that I think is going under-discussed here. Let's say that you are a fan of – Take your pick, Cincinnati Reds, or you know, it, it could be any team really, but certainly more towards the Midwest or East Coast. And you love going to Vegas. You plan your trip around when the Reds or when your team has yeah, a three-game stretch in Vegas. Now you're in Vegas for five days. You get to see your team, and that could be a destination thing. I don't know if that. I mean, I, I think like Cardinal fans will certainly do that. Like, oh yeah, Cardinals are going for a three-game weekend series in Vegas. Let's get Perfect. all of our friends together and go out there. And I'm That'd sure be a, a great lot, weekend. Right. I'm sure mm-hmm. there'll be plenty of fan bases doing the exact same thing. So that, when you have a an attraction like Vegas. Putting stuff there with all the money and sports gambling money, too, uh, is certainly very, very attractive, especially when you're in Oakland drawing flies yeah, they at could, a they terrible could stadium. there. People didn't care for the team. Yeah, horrible a, stadium, crumbling city. I feel terrible for Oakland fans because I'm yeah. sure they're just like St. Louis. Their identity is probably wrapped up, certainly, in the Raiders. They were big-time Raiders people out there in Oakland. But, well, yeah, they've lost the don't Warriors. Get your, don't get your arms around a crime problem. Teams and businesses are going to move out. Right, especially like when you talk about like the Warriors where they can move across the river to yeah, a but much bigger market. It, it, it wasn't the crime. Right, sorry, I've said river. Let's bay. stop putting bl- like these excuses around these moves as, oh, it's for the money. Right. Like Oakland is, business. you know. Right, and when the money runs it, out in a city, teams tend to move. No team in any city is safe. I mean, they held Buffalo up for ransom for their new stadium. I mean, and they're making the taxpayers pay Jags. all these stadium for billionaires because if they don't, they just leave. Well, they, to do, me, it's they the don't most do that in California anymore, and that's one corrupt- reason why the why the A's couldn't get a new stadium because California won't won't pay for stadiums. It's the anymore. most corrupt system ever, and fans who live and die by those sports in that area are just getting held hostage mm-hmm. by billionaires who don't want to use their own money and want to collect. All of the money, charge you $15 for a hot dog. These are the people you care about. Oh, I, that's got, why I, I, I hate sports owners. Hate them with a pat. I hate the whole thing. They have a few money. They don't care. I mean, well, St. Louis. Well, they're still making Joe Schmo and blue-collar workers pay for their stadiums. Yeah, it's a well, joke. St. Louis dropped the ball, but then they finally agreed to build Cronkia Stadium, and he moved anyway and, and spent his own money on a stadium. Right. They don't care about. They're not humans. They're 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 not humans. At some point, at some point, androids. At some point, when you teams. At some point, when you get so much money, you just change. Like you're, you just don't care about anybody. You don't care what people think. You don't care about the little guys. You just railroad and bulldoze over everybody and get what you want at the cheapest cost. Could Green Bay ever move, considering they're owned by basically fans? I don't know if it's actual ownership for the fans. They don't have any say in well, anything. Well, it's owned by the town, right? It's owned by the city. The yeah. city of Green Bay owns yeah, them. I, right, so no, there's no way. They can. You can't. You can have like a board of directors or whatever they have, but you can't they have a chairperson, the right? They have a chair, chairperson, yeah. but they don't have – It's yeah, it's owned by – 
But that's a that's a Keystone franchise. They're not. Yeah, they're not going. Yeah. I mean, that whole. It, uh, but it's not just sports owners that are just in it for money. No. It's big business in general. Million percent. I mean, you go to a, you. you go to a movie and now they charge you fifteen dollars and fifteen bucks for a bucket of popcorn too. That's brutal. Owned by big time billionaires. Right. It's movie just the way business is. You buy a car now, costs you fifty thousand dollars if you want a new car. Just the way, just the way business is. Unfortunately, hundred percent. Oakland. They're not going to screw you. There you go. Oakland lost the Golden Seals. It's the only city in America to lose all four major sports. It's from mm-hmm. the three one four. Yeah, that puts our puts our woes in perspective. Well, we got we got three. We've lost football, well, baseball, basketball, and basketball. basketball. Yeah, luckily, and I'm, almost lost the Blues. Yeah. Yeah, well, they almost ended up more Saskatoon. Yeah. Oof. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've been rough. Well, you talk about Las Vegas. That means I'm talking Circa, baby. You, circa. You giving me the what break? You what told time me, is you it? told me to go out a couple of minutes early so you could okay, yeah, you could sing. <laughs> Are you that desperate for a cigarette? You can't just sit here for another couple of minutes. Well, why go two hours? No, I'm I'm saying I want to come back in and do a nine o'clock song, but I'm always late. Jackson said. I'll give you a signal when we're going to do oh, some live right. spots. You can Silent get out count. there early and come back in time. But could you not get through a break without a cigarette? Well, we've gone two hours almost doing a show without so you, without so doing a break. You saw him in Jamaica. Sure I, yeah. I went nine hours without a cigarette when me and Biff went to Vegas because he had to take the uh, scenic route. We had to stop in L.A. for three hours. I was going to pass right over Vegas. What kind of a stop is that? Hey, Vegas, see you in a minute. We're going this way to get another plane. Huh. Well, okay, here's a signal. Hard count. Hard count. Okay. Go. Go. Uh, Circus Sports. Puffin. Circus Sports. <laughs> the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas. That's right. The world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now available in Illinois. The Circus Sports app is available for use in the great state of Illinois. If you live here in St. Louis, you take the short drive across the river. Or if you already live in Illinois, you sign up for the Circus Sports app because the Circus Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets High betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. You're not going to talk to a chat bot. You're going to talk to a real human. they got those tight money line splits all working for you over at Circa. Thursday night football tonight, Doug. Bengals, Ravens, spread plus three and a half for the Bengals. The total is 46 for that game. You can get the Bengals plus 160 on the money line. I'm not going to give anything out. Yesterday I gave out the over and the T-Wolves and Suns. That hits pretty sweat-free, uh, but I'm not going to give anything out because I don't like betting Thursday night football. Either way, though, if you are looking to wager on Thursday night football or any games this weekend or any other time, Circa Sports app. Visit CircaSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. This is The Morning After, presented by Brown and Crouppen, broadcasting live from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Probably before we go to break, I'd like to talk briefly, and I want to hear Tim's live about it, but I had a wonderful conversation yesterday with Mark Hanna at his office. It was a great, oh, fantastic, great conversation we had, man. Like, really, you feel so good. He's such a, he's a, a person who's really in tune with 
with people in general, the way he connects with people is so important. You want somebody like that working for you when it comes to your financial future. Plowsy, can I hear a little about Mark Hanna? Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies is a wonderful person and also just happens to be a financial advisor. He's online at evergreenstl.com, and you can call 314-889-0503, just like Jackson does, because Jackson... You work with Mark Hanna, and you know firsthand how great he is. Absolutely, Tim. I love working with Mark Hanna. I know when I go into a Mark Hanna meeting that we're going to discuss my financial future, but more so than that, we're going to discuss life. And he's so wise. He's got so much financial wisdom. And the best feature about Mark Hanna is the way he conveys that message to his clients. That's so important. You want somebody like that in your corner when you're dealing with something as important as your financial future. That's why I work with Mark Hanna, and that's why you should work with Mark Hanna. Yeah, I really, uh, Mark would be the first one to it's important to work with a financial advisor no matter who you work with. Mark says that. But if you are looking for someone, I can tell you from experience that this person cares about not just giving you some stock plan. He is going to care about your life and your goals specific to you. And that is what separates him from a lot of people. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, online at evergreenstl.com. That's Mark Hanna. Mark Hanna just also texted me, and our meeting was hot. It was hot? Yeah. What were you wearing? Mm, boy shorts. Oh. Slimming tee. Oh. Tube sock. Nice. Yeah, really. Pulled all the way up to your knees? No, no. I, I scrunched them down. Mm. I had a basketball game later that night. Doug, I'm hurting. Those are the socks we wore in high school basketball. The Tube long ones? pulled up with to the your stri- knees. With the stripes on it? Yeah, yeah. If you got yeah. really fancy. Yeah, I had three basketball games last night. Playoff, three playoffs, playoffs for rec league, back-to-back champs. But I'm hurting today. You won. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How many points you have? Uh, I'm a big know your role guy. No uh, points. You didn't score. At no, all? I scored. But the, most of the guys on my team played college ball, and some of them played pro overseas. So played pro. Yeah. So I know. Is my... this at the MAC? No, sir. Uh, JCC and. Um, a couple, like one or two of the guys played overseas just for a, a brief moment. But most Dr. J? No, no. He played locally or uh, domestically, I should say. But the uh, most of them played college ball. So I kind of know my role, kind of play hard D and then shoot when you're open. And uh, that's what I do. But I got mm-hmm. I got to jam my finger again. I got a bad hip after oh, I no. fell on my hip last night. But no one wants to hear about that. But uh, lovely conversation with Mark Hanna prior to my basketball games last night. And anytime you get a chance to talk with him, it is a an absolute treat. So I can't recommend Mark Hanna enough. Just like I can't recommend segment three of The Morning After, presented by Brown and Crouppen, live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, which is coming up next with the design air, heating, cooling, email today.